Hi, I'm Liz Kapko, and I'm the host of the L Podcast. This podcast is all about L's, so letting go what doesn't serve you, learning who we are, what we want out of life, and how the hell to get there, leveling up in life, and most importantly, learning to love ourselves in the process. So let's go. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I did not forget that it's Thursday, so I'm off to a good start. And I hope you are too. Um, so today's episode, I, I, it's something that I've struggled with for, how old am I? 30 years? Um, and it, it took me a while to figure this out, that there's two different modes that you can be in in life at any given point, and you can very easily switch between them. And they are survival mode and thrive mode. And so it's really hard sometimes to know what you're supposed to be doing, right? Like in general, I think that's that's a kind of a vague statement, but in general in life, you know, that you don't know what you're doing at any given time. But because you don't know what you're doing, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to always be doing the most, right? Always work, doing our best at work, doing our best in our marriage, doing our best in parenting. Um, and that that's exhausting. That's not easy to maintain. Like nobody's perfect. Nobody can ever be the absolute best in every aspect of their lives. I mean, best is relative, right? So it's it's just hard to sometimes navigate where you're putting your energy because we only have so much that we can give. And it can be really hard to know where you're supposed to be putting it, especially in times where we, we go through tough seasons. Like sometimes work will get really hectic um, that, you know, it just requires you to work longer hours or to put more of your energy into it. There's going to be times in your marriage where it's just really trying and you need to put more effort into making sure that your marriage is still working for both of you. For parenting, I'm not a parent, but I've seen my brothers and sister-in-laws parent their kids. And that is a shit ton of work, <laughs> right? That's a lot of work. That's a lot of emotional and mental energy that you have to put into your kids to make sure that they stay alive and are not criminals and you know, are good human beings. And so how do you possibly give you're all to everything, right? Like that's, it's contradictory to all, like the definition of all, right? You can't give your all to everything. Like only one thing can really get your all at one given point. And so I've always struggled with this because I try to do that. I try to do my best at work, do my best in school, be a good girlfriend, be a good wife, you know, be a good dog mom, right? And so I try to do all these things and you know, kind of tying this back to last episode about being the caregiver for your parents or for a loved one, a sick loved one. That's another channel that you need to give your energy and, you know, you're trying to do your best in. But because you can't do all of those things, that's when you start burning out. That's where the depression starts coming in, the anxiety attacks, the the long nights where you just cry yourself to sleep because you feel like such a failure because you didn't do X, Y, Z perfectly. 
And so I'll have to have a whole different episode on like being a perfectionist. But what I I really want to kind of hone in here is you can't do it all. And I don't know at what point like society told us we need to do it all. I feel like it's high school. Is it high school <laughs> where, you know, you're you're expected to get straight A's, but also do extracurricular because if you're going to go to college, you need to have like other things. So maybe do some sports, but then also make sure you do volunteer work because they want you to know that you're a good citizen, right? And so like you're expected to do all these things. And then it just gets harder and harder and harder, like the older you get. Like in college, you're also supposed to do everything. In grad school, if you want to get grants, you also have to do all these other extra things. Like you can't, doing the bare minimum is so frowned upon. And so no wonder we're all like anxiety ridden and like have multiple to-do lists that we just always feel like we're behind. Like has anyone else ever felt like, fuck, I just woke up and I'm already behind (laughs) right? I feel like that's me every morning. And so when I've really struggled with like severe panic attacks, like every morning, anxiety attacks every morning, I realize that I, I'm i putting that pressure on myself. And not to say that like you're to blame, like we've learned these habits and these behaviors from the people around us, from our parents, from society. But I've once I've taken the time to kind of stop and I mean first of all just stopping like that is so hard you guys <laughs> because that's contradictory to what you're trying to do right you're trying to do everything you're trying to go 100 miles per hour so stopping is like that's the opposite and so like why would I want to do the opposite of what I'm already trying to do well because if you don't your body will force you to stop and you don't want to get to that point but when I finally stopped to kind of look at, okay, where, what the hell am I doing? First of all, like, why do I have so many channels that I'm trying to put my energy into? Which ones do I absolutely need? Like, yes, my marriage is important. I need to keep doing that. I need to keep working on that. Yes, being a dog mom, I need my dog to stay alive. I need to put energy into that. Yes, work, I need to pay bills. I love my job. I need to keep putting energy into that. But what are other areas in your life that you can ask for help that you can maybe not do right now? Um, I love volunteering. It's something I've done for years. And having to step back and not volunteer was a really hard decision because I feel like it's my obligation, especially for my Latinx community and for um, just the greater good. You know, there's so many people that need our help. Like, of course, I would. I need to volunteer. I need to help. I need to do my part. But every part of your life, you need to stop and assess it. And like, life is always changing. That's something I struggle with so hard. Like, as someone with anxiety, I don't like change. I don't like um, not knowing when things are going to change. That I think is the hardest part. And so. You need, you need to stop and assess your life to know which mode you're in. Are you in survival mode or are you in thrive mode? And again, this changes at any given moment. Um, so for example, like when I was finishing my PhD, my dissertation, 
that was a lot of writing. So I spent years doing experiments, years doing research, and now I have to write this final product that summarizes everything that I've done for the past six years, and I have to present that to my my boss and my committee. And so when I was in that mode, that's where all of my energy went to. And so I was in survival mode. And what survival mode looks like is you drop all your other balls and you focus on one ball. And so that for a lot of people, what that can also look like, um, especially for my women, it's you stop exercising, you stop going to the gym, you stop hanging out with your friends, you stop um, meal planning and meal prepping, you stop worrying about what you're eating. And so you, you stop pouring into all these other channels that you maybe are used to doing on a day-to-day basis. And that brings a lot of guilt. And let me just tell you now, like, there is no guilt in being in survival mode. Like, you're going to feel it, but you need to just tell it to fuck off. Because when you're in survival mode, first of all, it's not permanent. I know that's like the first thought that will come to your mind that's like, why am I struggling so hard right now? Am I weak? Does that make me a bad person? Does that make me a bad wife? A bad, you know, a bad this, bad that? It it does not. It just means that right now, in this moment, in this time of your life, in this chapter, it's probably not even a chapter. It might be just like half a chapter. But in this moment, this one thing needs most of your energy. And so you are just trying to survive to get through this one moment. Now, it's so important in order to get through that moment to ask for help. Um, I really relied on Jamie when I was finishing my PhD. I need you to step up and, you know, do most of the house cleaning, do most of the cooking. You know, I don't care what it, I don't even care if you cook, like order in, go pick up, like, I have no preference on how you help me survive. Just, I need your help. And yeah, I really struggled with the guilt of like, I'm not volunteering anymore. I'm not working out anymore. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing all the things that sometimes would bring me joy or that I feel obligated to do. And that was hard. But I realized that once that chapter, once that part was over... I can get back to it and I can get back to it when I can give my best. The worst thing for me is not, 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 not doing something. So not volunteering or not, you know, hanging out with friends. I think the thing that's worse than that is doing it half-assed, right? Like I take a lot of pride in my work. I take a lot of pride in my friendships and when I'm not the best of those things, then that's, that's the absolute worst case scenario for me. Like, I don't want to let anyone down, especially myself. And so, oh, that'll be a whole other episode. But I think it's, it's better for everyone if I just say, hey, I need to step back for right now. I'm going through this moment. I need to really focus on this one thing. Once I'm done with that... I can resume our Margarita Mondays, whatever. Like I can resume volunteering. And so when you're in survival mode, it's okay. Like this is me. 
validating your feelings and giving you permission to stop doing the 100 things that you're doing right now. Because you need to focus on you. And the only way that you're going to get through whatever you're trying to survive right now is to take as much off of your plate as you can. And I know that's easier said than done, but it's something that you absolutely have to do, especially for your mental health. Like this month, I'm going to talk all about mental health as much as I can. And honestly, I do it every episode, but I want to really highlight that like burnout is so real and it's so physical as much as it is mental. You can physically feel exhausted. I I feel like this is what I'm like all the time. I'm physically exhausted, but like mentally sharp. Like my brain is thinking about all the things I could be doing right now. My body is like, no, we need to nap, bro. (laughs) Like naps always on my mind. Uh, But there's that disconnect. And once you start feeling that disconnect, like that should be your first sign that you're starting to burn out is when you're like physically tired, but mentally, you know, you have all this other stuff to do and, and you're thinking about it and you have like all these creative moments, right? Where you, you're like, oh, I have this great idea for this thing that I'm working on, but I just don't really have the energy to go start working on a new project. Like anyone else try to start a project at like 9 PM? Like, no, that's the worst time to ever start anything. But your mind like is just still going at a hundred miles per hour. And, but your body obviously needs to rest. And so that should be the first sign that you maybe need to take a step back and reassess your life at that moment. Now, like I said, most of the time, these chapters are not forever, right? They're not permanent. They end. And you can switch from survival mode to thrive mode. And thrive mode is, (laughs) I think the best way to describe it is like, it's after your period's over for women, like, (sighs) like, okay, now I feel back to myself. I feel normal. I feel like myself. And it's, I mean, it's exactly as it sounds. It's thrive mode, right? That's when you can start volunteering again. That's when you can start um, going out with your friends again. You can start meal planning, focusing on what you're eating. And there's, there's a lot more that you can do because your your bandwidth is a lot stronger. You have more energy, more physically able to do things. And that's probably because you rested during survival mode. And again, there's no shame in taking rest. And that's something I really want to highlight this month that there's absolutely no shame in, no, in saying that, hey, I need a break from this. I need to step down. Um, I need help. These are all phrases that you should get comfortable saying if you need to. Um but in thrive mode, like the best thing that I've done for myself while I'm in thrive mode is prepare myself for the next survival mode. So um, like in the kitchen, for example, I will meal prep meals and put them in the freezer. So that way when I'm in survival mode, I can just thaw it and pop it in the microwave. So or I'll buy a bunch of frozen meals from the store. Or I'll get ramen. <laughs> like, start, I start thinking about, okay, the next time I'm in survival mode, what is going to make it easier for myself? Like, I know I'm not going to be able to cook. What can I microwave? Or, you know, can I just buy sandwich fixings and make a sandwich? Like, I know that when I'm in survival mode, I can at least make a sandwich. Um, 
or when it comes to working out. If I know that I can't go to the gym or that I'm, I can't you know, even do workouts at home, then I know I can at least go for walks. So I'll plan on going for walks with my dog. When it comes to work, if I know that there's a big project that I need help with, I'll just ask for help before I need it, right? Like, I think for so long, I mean, we struggle to ask for help just in general. I know I do. I I really struggle with asking for help because I feel like I have to do everything myself and it's almost become like a part of my identity. Like I am an independent woman, right? And so I take a lot of pride in that. But being independent doesn't mean you have to do everything. Being independent can mean asking for help. It can mean you're you're able to know your limits. And I think that is one of the strongest things you can do for yourself is know your limits. And being the best leader is leading by example and knowing if you need help and that you can't, it does take a team. You can't do everything by yourself. And so I've, I've tied this like concept that being independent means I don't depend on anybody, but depending on someone is very different than asking someone for help. And that could also be a whole other episode, but Asking for help before you need it, just like going to therapy is a different, it's another form of asking for help, but don't wait until you're in the ER with a panic attack to finally be like, oh, maybe I should go to therapy. No, like you can go when things are good. And so it's that preparation, like when you're in thrive mode, prepare for the next survival mode. And that has really helped me to kind of, you know, that phrase like go with the flow. I hate that phrase because I I don't like doing that. But I found that this has really helped me go, go with the flow. It's helped me to like, okay, I'm in thrive mode. I can do the most. I can be extra. I can do all these things. But I'm going to help future Liz. I'm going to help myself be ready for the next time that I'm not going to be okay. Because let's be real. We all know that that's going to happen. I mean, we all know that it's going to happen for me, but like for yourselves too, right? Like we all know that life has its ups and downs. The downs are survival mode. The ups are thrive mode. And life is just a mixture of all of them. And so the only way that you can get through the down is to build up enough momentum when you're at the up, when you're in thrive mode, so that way when you're in survival mode again, that next low, you have something to spring you back up. And that has been one of the most helpful things I've started doing for myself in order to bounce back. And I really hope that if you're in a a survival mode right now, give yourself permission to do the absolute minimum. Like, there's no shame in doing that. Again, I don't know why society expects us to all be extra. And when people are content with like the minimum, we like shame them for not being ambitious, for not having goals. But there's nothing wrong with wanting the bare minimum. That's up to you, right? And so the next time that you're in survival mode, and if that's where you are now, again, 
know that it's not forever. And I know it might feel like it and it might feel like it's never going to end and that this is just what your life looks like now, but it does not. It does not. Believe me, right around the corner is another up. You're going to be in thrive mode again. You're going to flourish and you're going to think back and be like, okay, what did I need in the last survival mode? What really helped me? And you can write this down if you want, if that's helpful, journaling, um, but doing taking actual actions is the best thing you can do for yourself to really pump you through from thr- from survival mode back up to thrive mode. Prepare yourself for the next survival mode and then you'll just ride right through it. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Like every survival mode is going to be different, which ugh, is annoying. <laughs> but you'll at least know that you'll have more tools and you are fully capable of surviving, right? You've made it this far and I'm so proud of you because you have made it this far. You're a fucking warrior. You're a champion. You've gotten through so many things and this is just another one that you're going to get through. So you're going to get through this. You got this. We got this. If there's anything else I can help with, please don't be afraid to shoot me a DM, even if it's to just vent. Like, I love hearing people vent. Like, listening is one of my favorite things to do. So choose chismosa. I'm nosy. But you're going to get through this. And when you're in thrive mode, remember to help yourself in the future by preparing as much as you can and just learning what are those things that you can do for yourself to help you get through. And one other little tip I want to add, once you figure out what that what those things are to help you. Share that with someone. Like I share it with Jamie. Like, okay, I'm in survival mode. I can't cook. Let's, we bulk purchased boxes of mac and cheese. And oh my God, you guys, it has been so helpful to just like, okay, we have bags of chicken nuggets in the freezer that we just always have on hand. And we have like a million boxes of mac and cheese in our cabinet. All right, we're having mac and cheese for dinner. It's something that both of us can cook, takes like less than 20 minutes. And so I know that that's something that helps me. And so I make sure that Jamie knows that. So please share it with someone so that way they know how they can help you when you're in survival mode next. So hang in there. We'll get through this. And I hope you guys, I hope you have an early weekend. Like that would be amazing. But I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next week. this podcast was helpful, please share it with a friend, with a coworker, with a neighbor, with a stranger down the road. Uh, help me spread this knowledge as far as possible because we all sometimes need a friend that's there for us, that's looking out for us. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening in and I'll talk to you next time.